Welcome to Forever Exiled. I'm Justin AK Tags. Tyler Wrecker of Days. This is episode 166th episode of Forever Exiled. 166. That is it's a large number. It's the it's the highest number we have ever done for a podcast. It is. Mm -hmm. It's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Big We've shout never out. done one higher. Big shout out to our patrons. Richard, thank you for joining our Patreon this week. You rock. Thanks to all of our other patrons and people who support the podcast. We love your faces. And uh, if you're curious what Patreon is, it gets you access to After Dark, which is our podcast after the podcast, where we just continue to talk about stuff and things. And at a league launch, there's a lot of stuff and things. You know, there's a lot of stuff and things to talk about. So oh, I know. Thank you all for your support. We love it. Hopefully you enjoyed your Christmas cards if you've gotten them already. And uh, new patrons get them too. Up until December, uh, when I run out of cards. Actually, speaking of, I have to buy more stickers. We're almost out of stickers. I love stickers. Again. This will be so the great. second reorder. Yeah. We should do magnets. Everybody okay, needs, money like, bags. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, Just. Yeah, buddy. Happy anniversary. I know. Isn't that fun? I know. We've been, we've been married now for three years. This you. is, yeah, December 12th. We'll mark our third year of this podcast together and this episode comes out one day before that does it not today's yeah, december, december 9th for us so yeah, 11th, december yeah. 11th so yeah so monday's the monday's the day just three years mm. who'd have thought who'd have thought it? also i was looking back just out of curiosity and i wanted to just thank everybody as well because prior to us even recording this we actually hit over three hundred and seventy-five thousand downloads which is nice. bonkers. So in an audio-only world, that's bonkers. It is. It is bonkers. Yeah, there's no sexy video of us rubbing <laughs> shoulders yes. together, S smushing cracks. That's right. Maybe that. No, it won't. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for your support. Yeah. That's really cool. And uh, yeah, it's exciting. It's fun. Yeah, we're, we we're really appreciate you helping out and making sure that we can get this far. And Justin and I have a ton of fun, and hopefully you mm -hmm. are too. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate you all. <laughs> you lovely people. How was your week, bud? I don't remember, man. I had a good week. I mean, the kids, oh, my son's had another sleepover again. It's like they had that taste and now it's like every weekend. Yeah, totally. Today. So he's only in grade two. Like, I don't even think I remember doing this stuff until I was in grade five or six or something like that. I was mm -hmm. going for sleepovers, but he's in grade two. And so today when I went to go pick Is him up this time school, he's at a sleepover? Because last time they were yeah. at your place, right? Yeah, yeah. And so this time he's at someone else's and the mom Smart. of the kid was just going to pick him up from school. And I said that was fine, but I didn't want to send him with like his pajamas and toothbrush right. and all that kind of stuff over there. So to school, I mean, so mm -hmm. I went with the backpack like I'd normally go to pick him up and then we just swap backpacks. And then I don't want him because, you know, kids in their stupid lunch kits, they're, they're like it's like a zoo in their lunch kit when they're finished. Right. Unless they actually licked it clean, which you never give them food that they're going to lick clean. It's always stuff like, no, you have to eat your stupid apples. So anyway, it's always like a big mess. So I'm like, dude, I do not want somebody your lunch else kit sitting there overnight <laughs> yeah, and then right. you bring it back to me Saturday afternoon and I just throw the whole thing in the garbage. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't do that, but that's what it would smell like. So I went and did the backpack swap with him and he didn't even look back. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> There was awesome. no like nervousness. There was, he was just gone. Bye. It was going to be the best day of his life. So the four boys. Oh my gosh. Over, fun. Four grade twos. So anyway, we'll see if we get another invite. But it's going to be um, just a, who do you like? <laughs> Not even, man. Not even. You should have seen. They were watching uh, the mom of the boy was sending some pictures over because it's exciting for, yeah. for them too. It's, it's some fun. of the first sleepovers for all the, all the parents. And so 
she was sending some pictures over and the guys were all cuddling. It was like they were all that's on awesome. one couch cushion, all with the blanket, all sharing chips no, and stuff. Fun. But it was like a total love fest. It was pretty cute. So, that's cute. Yeah. No. Anyway, uh, I had a good week. It was just normal taking the kids, you know, got to get some glasses. So I got to try some of those on and for you perma glasses just yep. Oh, perma cool. Glasses. Violet's going to get hers hopefully this weekend. Perma glasses. Are you farsighted or nearsighted? Like, do you struggle little to see of, far or close? a little bit of both? A little bit of both. Oh, okay. So you're going to like bifocal or what? Well, kind of. Yeah. There's this kind of, what are they, it's not even called progressive lens. It's not bifocals or progressives. It's, I forget the term that they called, but it's actually pretty seamless on how, on how it works. And there's you should no, get like, the ones specific... that also like auto darken a little oh, bit. I don't like those. Outside. I know, those... but it might help you. I don't know because my peripheral is not covered. God, right. If it, if it did my that. peripheral, get like, yeah, if I did a wrap around, <laughs> no problem. Amazing. Give me the dark stuff, man. But no, I can't. But no, these are called um, anti fatigue lenses. Oh, I cool. Think they called them, but mm-hmm. they're not called that anymore. But I don't know. Anyway, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was with a little bit of an emphasis on my uh, concussion stuff as well. I want to emphasize that. But it was mostly, yeah, I can't see things that are far away, but I also need help seeing things close up. Just a so wreck. It's a little bit. A <laughs> little bit of both. Nice. So anyway, no, it's a good week. How about you? You remember your week? Yeah, I work-wise was ridiculous. I thought it would be chilling by the end of this week. It's not. Maybe next week. And uh, we had my daughter get sick on Thursday. She stayed home when we recorded last week on Friday because she had a fever. She had started that on Thursday. So we dealt with that all weekend and into the week. And Which daughter? My youngest, Maya. Okay. And so she... Uh, in in our area too, children's Tylenol is like gone. It just doesn't exist. But it's been empty for, for a long months time. now. Like yep. it complete. We're not talking like you're showing up at the grocery store at the wrong time no, to find gone. your Tylenol. It's just empty. It's like if you watch. I don't know what it's like anywhere else in the world. So sorry if this is redundant, but where we are, and this has been consistent for months now. When you know, like those zombie movies, when yeah, it's just it's empty. Like, there's just like yeah, people mm-hmm. have already ransacked the store, and it's just yep. like a complete empty mess mm-hmm. that's what it's like you go there and there's nothing but now there's not even like ricola there's nothing there's literally nothing no, because people are freaking out about all these colds and flus so they're just taking every, anything they can get because there's no tylenol anyway well, sorry, go ahead no, that's fine there's an rsv thing going around especially with kids right now and so in our area too because there's a lack of tylenol parents are obviously getting worried because they can't control the fever because they have nothing to give the child so then our emergency is quite backed up and full because there's a lot of kids in there because of this RSV virus that's going around. So, uh, thankfully we had a decent stockpile of, uh, stuff. And then I went out on Monday, I think, because we felt like we were getting low and starting to worry a little bit and she was still dealing with this fever. So I went out and just happened in Walmart. They had like a whole thing, like a whole setup of children's Tylenol and it was maximum three per family. Yeah. Yeah. So I grabbed three and called my mom. I'm like, hey, go to Walmart later and buy three more <laughs> oh, good just for you. in case. So Smart. we didn't need them. Thankfully, her fever ended up, her fever broke Monday evening. So we kept her home Tuesday. And then Tuesday, she went out sledding just for one, no, two slides. They actually went to mail some stuff with my wife, uh, my two okay. daughters. And then they went, they took a little slide, took a little sled. That, that yeah, we had where, just got can them. You d- where, where did they go sledding? Can at the you school, describe it? At the school, okay. on the hill. Just a little, it's just a tiny little hill by like the rock area and the fence. Yeah. 
but it's a fast sled. And on the second run, which my wife had said to them, I don't think you should do it. And Sophia's like, they do it all the time at school. It's fine. Uh, on the second run, they went, they ran into the fence and went, we're going so fast that they're my daughter who was in the front Sophia her legs went under the fence and got pinned she started to freak out but in the process she swung backwards from the crash smacking Maya in the head and splitting open her head and so <laughs> I was at my desk on Tuesday working and all of a sudden I hear the door open and I hear Sophia just yelling dad Maya's bleeding Maya's bleeding and I'm like what so I I start to get up from my desk to walk over to see what's going on and as I turn the corner to look at the entrance Maya and Christina are coming in and Maya is just blood. Like her whole jacket is blood. Her whole face is blood and her eyes are huge and her mouth is wide and she's just staring at me. I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> so I had to like, I got her laid down, got the bleeding to stop, took a look at it and I was like, yeah, we're going to have to go in. So we spent Tuesday night in emergency, which was awful. Mm. And uh, she got some stitches. Packed it's with it, fevers. Yeah. It's packed, it's slow, they're understaffed because of all the layoff stuff, nonsense, and now people, I don't know what's going on, but they're way understaffed in the hospitals, and so they don't even have pediatrics running, like it's, it's just everybody goes into the main part, which is awful for a five-year-old, so we took her in, we knew she was going to have to get stitches, when we eventually get in, we were there for a total of five hours, it took us about three hours to actually get into the hospital part, like we were in the waiting yeah. room for that long which was disgusting. And then when we got into the main area, it's all the adults there too. The woman right beside us and everything's just separated by sheets, right? Yep. The woman beside us had broken her femur and had just, uh. just arrived shortly before. So she was still on the board cause she had come through ambulance. Yeah. And while we were waiting, they had to get her leg onto the splint and get her off the board. Dude, I have never heard crying and screaming where I felt it like it was oh, awful yeah. and then Maya just like freaked out because she thought this lady was getting stitches <laughs> you're right right <laughs> so she yeah. was like oh and then the stitches was a whole thing like they put the gel yeah. on it oh, stays good. there for 45 minutes this doctor was amazing the doctor that we had was incredible especially with kids but it's right at the eye like it's literally like right here right on the eye and so that means you Sorry, can't like get it to not like see really it. close to Justin's kind so of pointing to his eyebrow. If you, um, you kind of like draw your eyebrow down on the side of your eye, that's where it cut, yeah. like all the way down. So you can't get her to not look, right? Even if she's looking to the side, it's still there. Oh man, I was like, and she at five years old is like uh, a buddy of mine when I was talking, he was laughing. He's like, it's like trying to hold down a wet pig. Like she just was not having it it took after the first stitch, we have experience with wet pigs well you could just imagine it's got to be hard so yeah i was like Slippery holding suckers. down the legs and like trying to hold the head and my wife was trying to hold the arms and a couple times maya whips her hand out and like <laughs> she's saying to the doctor get away from me what are you doing <laughs> anyway we negotiated while we were trying to get her to calm down and and the agreement was we would get her a smushimal it's these like uh stuffed animal things that she really likes and we said if uh, we were as we're like as he's stitching and freezing and trying to do stuff we're like do you want do, would that help like if we go get one and she's like yes <laughs> so <laughs> after she got her stitches done she ended up getting four stitches we we drove out the only place that was open and bought her a smush of one it was uh it was a good time she's gonna go cut her head open again for another one i know right and christina was laughing to me afterwards she's like that's the best time for her to negotiate because you'll give her anything i'm like yes 
100%. (laughs) Yes, I will. Not even a second thought. I do the same with all my kids. I hate, I hate taking kids to the hospital. It sucks. Mm -hmm. It's just, I would much rather be me. I hate watching a kid where you can't like fix it. You got to just sit through it. And then the only other thing I wanted to bring up was a thing that I realized over the last two weeks. And that is that I don't think I can ever take your recommendations for TV shows or movies seriously now. I don't know how to take them. And here's why. You told me you watched Midnight Mass. Mm -hmm. And you told me about your thoughts, sort of the general story, but you know, Mm -hmm. what you thought about it. And I just happened to Google it because I was like, well, I'm curious what the ratings are on the show. I was looking for a show to watch. We watched the trailer for it. And Christina was like, no, I don't want to watch that. It looks too, too freaky. And, I, and, and even the trailer, I was like, it's weird because the, the feeling I got from your review was that I was going to watch like a Billy Graham revival or, you know, a, a church at oh, the no. Crystal cathedral or like just the way that you had described it about this like pastor coming and i i i heard you know saving and and preaching so so i i say it's a secluded island and a pastor comes to an island and weird stuff starts happening no you're gonna listen back people getting slain by the pentecostal power you talked about like the way you said it was as if it was like a preachy a little bit preachy that's not what that show is. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. I just finished the last there's episode yesterday. Of, there's, well, I, I did say that like, there's lots of, like, they didn't shy away from a lot of the, um, a lot of sermon stuff, a lot of biblical stuff. Like there's still, like, it's very much a part of the dialogue, but yeah, it's a horror show. It's, it was good. I really enjoyed it. It was dark. It was well you see that's the thing though i didn't it was good the best part about it was not knowing what was coming that I know, if i tell just, you too much then i thought you, i was I gonna watch like you know a bill gaither sing along or something like i just i felt like i was gonna be, <laughs> be watching like some some uh i don't know some old school preachy thing but it was not that i liked it it was it was good and uh that's funny yeah anyway my week was good, That's but the, I didn't have any time to prep for this league launch that just came out at all. Gotcha. I didn't think about it until I messaged you and I was like, I need another day. I don't have it. There it is. So, but yeah, uh, let's, let's talk about some other stuff and then we'll get into 320. One quick emerge yeah. thing. One of the times when we went with Oliver to get stitches, mm-hmm. uh, we also were next to somebody who had a absolutely horrendous um, injury, uh, but he didn't feel it when they were screaming yeah like what happened was before. he was cleaning out his gutters mm-hmm. and his ladder fell mm. so he grabbed onto his gutters and the mm, gutters sliced. ripped into Ooh. his fingers all the way down all Dang. eight all eight and they were doing stitches like all the way like in and he was screaming and the profanities coming out of his mouth to the point where they had doctors come in to yell at him that oh, there really? was children close by. Yeah. And I, t- I whispered to the doctors, I'm like, say what you need to do, but don't worry about my kids. My mother-in-law watches hockey the yeah. exact same way. Yeah. So you don't, you don't have to worry. The kids know they're going to hear swearing and they're just not allowed to say it. I mean, but I feel I, like though I, as an adult, when you, getting oh, yeah. stitches. But he was one of those guys that was like, okay, that's just what was going to come out of his mouth. Even if he was just sure. licking an ice cream cone. This lady, though, it was the pain. Like where, she, yeah. you know how when you're trying, she was trying so hard to not mm-hmm. cry and scream. And that's what just got me. I was like, yeah. I've not felt someone ever just like cry and scream to where I'm feeling pain for her. It was awful. 
I remember awful. like 20 ish 20 plus years ago um when someone in our grade was playing rugby and had to get their femur reset on the field oh, so on. Nasty. and i still i wasn't anywhere close and mm-hmm. i heard it and it, i still remember it and get all curly well, uh, and stuff so nasty okay so now nah, we start path of exile actually uh so here's here's the thing didn't take any notes we're not doing our normal now we're just going routine next week we're going to do the normal routine where it's like so this week in poe and chit chat about some of that stuff but so we'll do a little bit more of a catch-up but we just want to get right i know we're like 17 18 minutes in but we actually want to get started but one thing i did want to point out from this week is one of the div cards the mm-hmm. wedding gift yeah suzu that gives aracali's aracali aracali i'm not even gonna say that right aracali's fang is from our is, is is someone that listens and they, the they contribute in our discord yeah the wedding gift suzu, suzu from, that's very uh, cool. from our community did that mm-hmm. so that's awesome suzu was awesome yep pretty exciting to hear you say that and it was kind of cool to hear you say oh yeah i got a div card but i'm not allowed to tell you about it yet and that kind of stuff so it was, it was exciting to see what it was and how cool is it when you actually have a div card that everybody's impressed with it's like mm-hmm. finally yes and people are excited you're not hearing anybody go like with their reddit voice or whatever yeah, yeah. so yeah good people job, were asking Susan. like how they go about it which was cool like yeah it was nice here in the background so. mm-hmm. yeah fun yeah cool congrats yeah oh and another thing i'm really disappointed about last week's episode because we forgot to mention how often we laughed we talked about this in the after dark but we didn't watched. talk about it in the regular episode right but the ziggy interview i laughed a lot they were hilarious. Like I complimented them on how how well they did. We did, but we I forgot to mention how funny it was. Like all that portfolio diversifying and that theme that just accidentally ran through it. Man, I, I laughed. So anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into There's it. There's my little snippets. Now let's wing it. Forbidden Sanctum came out today. 3.20. Yes. Let's let's just start from the top. Like league launch seemed fine. Servers yeah, went was- well. Smooth. I was around number 10,000 and that yeah, ticked by 30. real fast. I was in a no, no time. I mm-hmm. passed the axe before you logged in. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it seemed pretty smooth for us at the beginning. What do you, I don't know. Let's just, what are you playing? What's your plan? What'd you start uh, with? So I just, just before you messaged when, you know, I had to like restart because discord was giving me issues, but I just unlocked the reaper. So I just finished killing Gravitius. Oh, fun. And, uh, unfortunately a lot of the supports that I want for that aren't available for the witch until I get Lily, but even, or yeah, some of them are only when I get Lily, I can't even get them from, um, fixture of fate, but yeah, I just unlocked I uh, the Reaper you. and thank you. Thank you. And I'm, I'm really excited for it. Uh, so I'm doing an elementalist. I think mm-hmm. I've mentioned this before, but just in case, uh, I'm doing an elementalist with the Reaper and the a big draw to the elementalist for me was the auto spawning golems right the reaper if the wiki is correct does consume a minion sometimes randomly but sometimes be, but also because it needs health and that that cooldown for hey i'm gonna check to see if i can consume someone to regain some health has a six second cooldown and with very little investment outside of the fact that i'm choosing the elementalist for this which is, of course i guess is a massive investment in choice uh, I'll have four golems, and they all have a four-second cooldown once they die, right? They automatically get respawned every four seconds. So four seconds to get one up, but then this Reaper only does it every six seconds, so that was a nice combo. Um, I'm only going to be doing two 
different types of golems out of the four golems. I'm just going to do the chaos golem and the stone golem just for the sake of space. But then I'm also guaranteed to have that defensive mitigation or the life regen, no matter which one's consumed. So I like having consistent buffs, not inconsistent buffs. So that's the idea with that. But then I also, I am quite turned on by the Bastion of Elements keystone, where you get a certain amount of flat elemental mitigation based on how many notables you've selected in the tree. Yep. Do you know, I haven't looked this up. Every time it's come into my head, I've been distracted by something else. Now that masteries have been introduced, mm -hmm. do masteries count as notables? I don't know. I, I would I assume guess no. not. I would assume okay. no, but I don't know. I, I'm pretty certain they don't, but. I'm sure someone and will jewel tell sockets aren't considered notables either, right? Those well, are just jewels. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Well, jewel sockets, no, but I, I'm not actually sure about things that are on like a cluster jewel. Those would. Those so, do. yeah, the jewel itself wouldn't. Oh man, would it? I don't, I don't know. Think it's just because so. like that's a really powerful one, but I mean, if it has a different tag, that would make sense. But anyway, that was just something I was thinking of with the masteries because the masteries are super strong, just like a notable. Hmm. They're probably just considered masteries and not notables. Anyway, when I do the math in my head and I'm thinking about this, I always do the bare minimum. So I wasn't counting anything except for the actual notable tags. Um, and then what else? I could go with the chill, might go with shock, but you know how um, the elementalist has those three keystones where it's, or ascendancy nodes where if you hit, you have a minimum shock or a minimum chill or a guaranteed chance to ignite. So I'm mm -hmm. going to, Depending on where I'm at, I have a lot of defense already on my tree. So I was I was I'm aiming to go with shock, but if I find for some reason that I'd prefer the chill, then I will. But yeah, I, I have not every minion damage node on the tree. That's the plan anyway, but it's it's some of them, a good amount. And then I have without any gear, I'm looking at 86% physical damage mitigation and 79 or end 80 percent um capped elemental resists i mean nice. I, i'm not going to be capped on resists without gear but my cap will be 79 and 80 and that's without needing any gear and then i have what's the other stuff just a quick sec almost there so this is the plan anyway but it's uh i haven't played it into maps before so we're gonna see can you still hear me i'm twisting yep. my head really weird to get this up my other skills uh let's see Dread Banner, because I'm going with Impale. I want to see how Impale works with the Reaper. I like all the how, how often it hits. Uh, and Enfeeble, which is with Blasphemy, and Flesh and Stone, and Petrified Blood. Nice. I love Petrified Blood. It lets a slow reactor. Like, you know, I, I have some time mm -hmm. to hit my life blast just ahead of time. And, and how can you deny the claw Like that's like hanging on to your life bar? That's so it cool. It does look cool. Oh, man. And then I have, um, so yeah, Clarity, Flesh and Stone, and Vitality are using up that 50% for me. I wonder when they're going to come up with MTX that affects your UI. Like, they could make MTX that affects, like, your life pool or your yeah, that'd be really mana cool. pool or something. That would be awesome. Man, I'd get that in a heartbeat. I love that permanent stuff. I love that. Mm -hmm. uh, and one thing that I'm kind of having fun with, but I have my Chaos Golem, like Defeating Frenzy, of course, for the bonus. But then it's going to have Calling Strike and Item Rarity Support. Oh, okay. And the Chaos Golem has that ranged attack as well. Mm -hmm. I did some testing because I always picture the Chaos Golem doing this waddle like a duck, but then it has this Chaos Aura around it where it does some damage. And I always just picture it doing that. I'm like, well, does the Chaos Golem even hit? Because I've never actually done, you know, paid attention to the Golem itself, that specific one. I always normally just do it for the perk. 
and uh, but they actually do quite a lot of melee, and they have a really long smash that reaches halfway across the screen. So with that, you know, that melee projectile per se, um, that's the one I'm clicking to so calling strike an item rarity. Why not? Why not connect both golems to it and do a four link? Uh, well, because I, I want feeding frenzy, calling strike, and item rarity. Oh, I see. Hmm. And so. Yeah, so then the other one I'm just going to attach to Meat Shield so that uh, takes a little bit of attention away from myself. You need a unique that gives minions calling strike. I don't think there is one. They should make one. I think there is. Is there one that just all minions just straight up have calling strike? Hmm. Rings a bell. I mean, there probably is. There's a billion uniques, so. I don't know any of them. Except for Dying Breath. Is it it Dying Breath? That's the curse one. The curse staff. Hmm. With auras and curses. Yep. Love that one. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, that's me. That's my goal. But I mean, I just unlocked the Reaper. I've been leveling with SRS. SRS is fantastic. I'm I'm loving it. And I had that. S- I prefer minion speed with stuff like SRS and summon phantasms. The sooner they get to their target, the better it is. Right. I find especially with the five second duration, or even if you go with up to eight seconds, that the amount of half that's gone by the time they get to the enemy. So I like minion speed with those, even though hmm. it's not DPS-y. But how about you? Tell, tell us about your build before we actually get into our gameplay. Uh, I'm, I'm going RF. I didn't have time. I wanted to do Volcanic Fisher, but I didn't, I oh, didn't did. get a chance to look at like the 2020 gems. I didn't know what the numbers were like for Volcanic Fisher, so I didn't want to ch- take a chance. I don't usually take a chance on a brand new skill. Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. Yeah. chance. So uh, I, I still would like to if it looks like it's going to be good, but RF's always been... A favorite skill of mine and this time i actually decided to just pull up pox's rf jug because i love the idea of just going jug with almost anything it's just fun because you're so defensive so yeah i went R- so the way tyler and i typically record doesn't work well for league launches so in this case we record much later than normal so we could actually play the league launch and uh, i finished act five so i'm just a, i just gotten i i unlocked Good. what is it lily Mm-hmm. I finished that one real quick, and then uh, I went RF uh, right after my very first ascendancy. First one good for you. So I think at 35, I went RF, somewhere around there, 34, 35. And is it pretty casual at 35 with yeah. the tree that he has? Yeah, well, you're just, you're so defensive. It, there's so much, like, resists. Even now that I finished the first Katava, I'm way, way, way over capped, and I'm at 79, 79 fire and 77 cold and lightning i think somewhere around there is that all because of endurance charges no not at all endurance charges that's just from the tree like it's there's just so much that you can get so yeah so far it's been fun um, is that for everything or just fire fire 79 and my other two are 77 so and i'm i, I think oh, yeah that makes sense with where where the jug starts yeah that makes yeah, yeah it's make, pretty it's it's not super far to get that kind of stuff uh I, at this point right now, I could, I could finish all of the acts and still be overcapped with how much resist I have. So that side of the tree is so nice for all that. There's just Mm -hmm. so much like plus 15 resist, plus five resist, even as you're getting other stats too. So yeah. Yeah. So, so far it's been, so far it's been pretty good. I'm not great at following guides. I, um, I tend to just like to see the tree and then figure it out because I don't want to read. I have no interest. I don't, I don't have the time to like try and read through notes or skill connections or anything like that so i do like getting an idea of the tree though so is it a basic righteous fire build or is it fancy in any way i don't i wouldn't see any of the gem combos yet nope 
I haven't looked at any of it, so I don't know. Well, you've played I'm, Righteous Fire quite a few times, though. I've, the last number of times I've played were Inquisitor, so it's quite a bit different. Inquisitor, you can't even touch RF until you've at least finished the uh, Cruel Lab. And I don't even know how that would be now, now that uh, Pi's Path was changed. I assume it's probably still fine, but RF uh, Jug is just so tanky. It Literally, that very first point unnerving or whatever, it's just like, Which here's a piss load. Yeah. Uh, I can I can read it to you. Oh, uh, sorry, untiring. Forty percent increased life regen. One point five physical damage prevented from hits in the past ten seconds is regenerated as life per second. So, like just out of that one note yep. alone, your life regen just goes up by such a huge amount. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, I I will probably be going towards the endurance charges towards my cruel lab. But hmm. um, is that what they is that what Poe says to do? Do the which which ones do you end up going for? I. Oh, I haven't even looked at how it looks in, uh, let's see, I can tell you, uh, unflinching. So endurance charges, which is where I would have gone. Yeah. And then unyielding for the damage area of effect per endurance charge. Yeah. And then unbreakable. Or is unbreakable? Unbreakable is, uh, okay. armor received from body armor is doubled. 8% of armor applies. Yeah. That 8% of cold. armor applying to fire cold and lightning from damage hits. taken from hits it's big yeah cool so that's that's the goal i uh yeah like i said i finished act five and so far it's been i i haven't died i have my concerns when it comes to forbidden sanctum which we'll definitely be talking about but overall the the leveling i will say i love no an love it love it love it love it yeah me too it is a lot easier which i assume they aren't a fan of but i expect that it's going to be so much more difficult come mapping like i like a relatively easy campaign if you know what you're doing like for me the experience needs to pay off i i definitely don't want to take my time with the campaign and as the sooner i'm done the better so if we know like you and i are the type of people where we know the types of skills we like to use we know how fast we like to go through it we're used to how it should work I don't mind that. I don't think that's a bad thing. Whereas mm-hmm. you get a new person coming through, they're they're using the campaign to test new stuff and figure mm-hmm. out combinations. And so I can see some of these encounters definitely being scary for them, especially and with if some you of die the right now. At least you can look and see what it was when you're dead. Mousing over doesn't show you flame breaker. Like yes. you, you can see what it was. They've got the little icons now, which there wasn't much dis- much. Um, information but at least we didn't look in the help i didn't look in the help but it it seems that if there's a little icon to the right they're defensive towards it and an icon on the left there they have stronger that's, versions that's of that my attacks. assumption yeah that's um, what it seemed like so far but it's just even the stat or even just the modifiers there's words mm-hmm. it's very black and white as to what the modifier does and i i really like that and yeah. it made for me the leveling process more enjoyable so far because i haven't been mm-hmm. like Ugh, this mob like i'm i'm just gonna keep running what's the point right yeah and i liked it a lot i liked that i could actually hover over it and find it now i'm using controller support there were a few times where i was like there was a couple rares where i'm like what the heck is that like there was like some storm lightning guy that was three screens away i killed the rares that were around me and the lightning storm's still there and i'm like, what is going on is there like a lingering an but then it was just some guy coming and he had like a lightning storm and it set it there and then I killed him and he was gone. But there was a couple where I'm like, what is this? What is going on? But I couldn't highlight it. Mm. Yeah, because, with controller, sure. 
Right. And then by the time they, because there were just so many other enemies and then by the time they died. So still hoping, like I'm still so excited for that part of Path of Exile 2 where they had like the permanent boss bars. And yes, I know that's boss bars, not rare bars, but I hope they do permanent rare bars too, because that would be cool. But I've had a very enjoyable experience going through the campaign so far. And there's still been some circumstances where I'm like, oh, got to get out. Oh, got to get out. Oh, got to get out. Granted, most of those are in the Forbidden Sanctum, which some of those encounters are a lot of fun. Some of them not so fair, but some of them are quite, quite fun. Well, let's get into Forbidden Sanctum and uh, sort of overview of it. Yeah, I, well, it whatever, is early. Yeah. That's my feeling. I, I actually think it's day one. It's day and yeah, barely finishing day one. We're like halfway through day one. My feeling currently, it's I love... 10 hours right i love the concept of the forbidden sanctum love it i think the like the mechanic itself really cool the building the floors took us a, a while to figure out thank you to everybody in global 2121 for helping us out but figuring out what's a floor what's a room what's a sanctum i didn't realize yeah, it was actually I thought a floor was the vertical rooms. line i, I didn't did know too. the floor was the actual the entire image you saw at first i thought yeah. that and yeah, you do that sanctum. four times. It's crazy. Yeah, okay. So that uh, uh, the, the concept, the core behind Forbidden Sanctum is exciting to me. I feel a little bit right now like the very beginning of Heist, um, where in Heist there was that issue in the beginning where when you had to deal with just the normal mobs, you were, you were fighting with them to try and control your, you know, getting caught mm -hmm. bar. Uh, I have some issues with how... The resolve works in Forbidden Sanctum. It is, I know that they were trying to find ways to make it friendly for um, melee and things that fight in close range. And I, I, I don't think that it's there. I don't think, and again, I've had to, one of the big shifts for me has been to accept the fact that I'm not meant to clear it. You know what right. I mean? Like yes. he was pretty emphatic on, you aren't going to beat it. You're going to have to keep coming back, which I, I am okay with. I just get frustrated when... I feel like if a normal mob melees me, I shouldn't lose resolve. But if a normal mob or a boss mob is using one of their telegraphed moves and I get hit by it, then that to me is fair. Like, okay, well, they did okay. a move that you were about to see, you know, and it shot something out. And if you got hit by that or stood in it, that to me is fair. But for a melee character or for RF, for example, when I'm close, there, it's not, there's not another option. Like, mm. I, I'm just going to get hit. And so I was testing it just to see, like, if I sit through the normal melees, it's quite a bit of resolve. It's not like it's some small amount. And maybe that changes as you progress and as you build up these relics, like maybe that does get better. But I feel like right now it's a little bit painful for a melee. Like some of the bosses, like I'm excited as you get through, you're going to find some of these more bosses and more of these, you know, unique guys you have to kill. Not even talking about just the end of the first floor boss, but just normal, you know, guards, I think they call them that you have to defeat. Some of their moves they do, it's not, I can barely see it. And I'm oh, not, it's really? not, yeah. Okay. like I'm not running one of the RFs that's super hard to see, but it's not very clear uh, hmm. to be able to see it. And I still am, I still will say I'm fine if I get hit by a boss's telegraph move, something's on the ground. But there's like one range dude just puts all these red circles and they just constantly go, but they go. He's standing the in like the range. middle of the room. Uh, that's a different boss. This is a, an arrow dude, but he, these red, quick oh, red yes, and yes, yellow yes. circles will keep bouncing around him that am I supposed to just leave? 
and just wait for that to run out. Like I can't, I feel like it's very, it's very detrimental in the forbidden sanctum for a melee character versus range range. Mm. I mean, they give you so many corners to hide around. Like if you were playing something yeah. that tracked an enemy, what just sit back, cast I think and you're fine. I, yeah. I, I think some of maybe the idea of the roguelike is that there are some things that you just have to oh, oh, back up and wait for, you know, even if they're not a boss, but you know, maybe the skill itself is bossy. So I, I did find though, as, as the opposite, as a projectile, there's, and now overall, I'm having a fantastic time with the, with the game, uh, with, with the league mechanic. Um, but I'm finding, so I'm leveling through as SRS. I've done act one, act two, part with through act three. And with some of the stuff I've found I, in a league mechanic where you're trying not to get hit period to have teleporting enemies. I like, no, yeah, that one boss, no, is like just, well, just, but there's, there's screens. other just normal enemies that, that teleport right to you. And, mm-hmm. But you can't see it. Like it is a busy screen, even though I think they've done a very good job at clarity within the fight. But there's still sometimes lots happening, especially if you're fighting with co-op, especially if you're using minions, whatever it is. And so all of a sudden someone teleports to you, you can't even see them. You swear, like you, you were positive, you cleared this room, there's nothing behind you. And then all of a sudden, and there's some enemies that their projectiles are from off screen. Like the tell is in their action, not in, oh no, this really slow frost bolt is coming towards me. It's like, no, it's like, it's coming fast. And when it's already on the way, it's really hard to get out of the way, especially in act one, two, and three. I have 10% movement speed on my boots. I can't get out of here. Like my frost well, you know the boss you were talking about that stands in the middle? Oh my goodness. I had nowhere to go. I had nowhere yeah, to go. They, they, they were so big, but then there, it was so they're quick. They're not it, slow. It was, yeah. My, my movement skills, I couldn't get the cool, I couldn't get my movements, uh, sorry, the cool down back fast enough. I was in situations where I'm around a corner and the boss can't see me and those circles just show up right underneath me, but in such like a wide AOE and they're overlapping that I had no hope, no mm. hope. So I'm trying to figure out if maybe as we get further into the league and leveling and getting more power, maybe it changes and that. And then, and then maybe that is the goal. It's just like, you're going to suffer in the beginning. I will say as much as I got frustrated, I, I was purposefully losing some, if I knew my resolve was low because it was better off for me to start a new one, complete maybe one or two rooms. Cause the XP you got from completing just a single room was substantial. Like oh, the XP 20 to 30%. is amazing. Yeah. Right. I feel like so we're running that, some sort of special unique map every time we go in. It's I fantastic. I heard people too talking about like not feeling like the rewards were good, but my feeling was. Once I realized what a floor was and then what that meant a sanctum was, it was a no brainer that if I had an option, I was taking the top option. It's there. I'll take my chaos or my whetstone or whatever it is. I actually felt like the rewards were relatively fine because I don't feel like it's fair to be just getting showered in alchemies in the first four or five acts. No, and Uh, definitely not in your first four or five rooms. Like Especially if I've been thing. given 20% XP too, I'll trade an alchemy for 20% of a level any day. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I felt like they were kind of fair, but again, I haven't, I did pass the first floor. I fought the first boss. It's always the same boss at the end of the first floor. It's the one from the mm-hmm. video. Like I, the got, I got there once and I did you? almost nice. beat it. Oh, and so I that's had, where you I get the relics. Like a, I well, yeah, but I had a hundred and well, and but there was another boss that I so I just that boss with all the big circles that stands in the middle. It's like yeah. a big rezzer. Yeah. 
That was in the middle of a thing. That wasn't the end. That I was, know. Like, that was just a random dude. Surprise! And I mm -hmm. love that, by the way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely love it. But yeah, I was fighting, fighting the candle guy. And uh, I had like 150 left over. And I'm ducking. I'm dodging. I'm having a fantastic time. I'm like, yeah, I'm no hitting this. I'm doing an Enki Dark Souls 3 no hit run. And one hit oh, takes dang. away all of it. Wow. All of really? it. I'm like, what? I was doing so well. I don't know how it was, if I was late or if there was no cooldown. Like, I don't remember the circumstance. I wasn't recording at the time because it was kind of close to when we were going to start. And I, like, I lost like 150 resolve in one hit. I'm like, oh, man. That, that's, my, that's the only way that that's resolve. fair is if it was wickedly telegraphed. If there was something that I, was I so no telegraphed. It was. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. It was, it, it was but, long, a longer fight for me because I'm using mm -hmm. SRS, but I'm like, run, tap once. Run, tap one. So I've got like five SRS and then max, um, what yep. are those things called? Phantasms. And so I don't know. I don't know. And I wasn't recording, but I'll definitely do it again. So about the relics. Yeah. I think there's something missing when introducing people to the system because I'm getting relics, but I can't apply them. I, in the small help section where it's not like the F1 help, but when for me, I push down on the analog stick and I get, you know, the description, it says I got to do this, but I'm like, I got to go all the way there to get the relic. And I'm like, oh man, I got to beat that no. boss to get to like actually open up a relic slot. I can't so apply any relics until I beat that candle boss. The relic. Well, so the relics are set at the beginning of every sanctum floor uh, run. So you pick which relics at the very beginning of the run, which means at the very beginning of the first floor in the very first room, that's where you set the relics for your upcoming run. And right. when you click on that, it will open up your relic inventory and you can apply whatever you can fit into it. And then you save it. And that is now set for the whole rest of your sanctum right. run until you die or it runs out. Right. But I can't apply any relics. There's no space. I got the bottom left corner as one square and the top right corner as no, no, one square. No, 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 those square. are empty. No, no, the whole center is, is open. The whole center of it. There's a two by four section right in the middle. Top left and top right are actually dead spaces. They'll never open and then the rest are locked and they unlock as you progress through the sanctum. I, I have no idea how it wasn't applying to me. Like there was nothing that I could do that could put them in. Every single time, no matter which screen I was in with these, uh, the only option was to take the item. There was nothing right. to apply it. There was nothing to pick it up. I could not interact with that screen. The only spot you can relics. do it in the whole game, and it's not this, not explained, is at the very first room of yes. a Sanctum start. That's the only spot and I you should be able to. I couldn't interact with it. Huh. I'd have to see. Maybe there's something weird with controller support, but yeah, maybe, that is maybe. where you do it. It could have also been user error, but I, I feel like I tried everything. Like I really wanted it to work. So, uh, yeah, so I was kind of stuck with the 300 resolve and without any of those perks, but I got a second one, that big boss that I, I don't know how I beat it because I was like, I'm getting hit. I, I can't escape. I can't escape. But then all of a sudden it died. Um, I got a relic. Oh, did you? I got, yeah. I had gotten one extra relic and it was poop. Hmm. It like randomly will show me a floor tile. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Can I please have something good? But it's, I love that part of it though. That's such a yes. fun thing that you're slowly building that up and it's going to help you as you progress. And that's what I'm trying to get into my head. Like there's so many relics, so many things that can roll on them. Maybe mm -hmm. there's stuff in there that has bigger effects than that, that I don't, I have no idea about yet yeah. that will, that will change it because it would make sense. Cause in a rogue, like the idea is you're building up stuff to make 
your runs get progressively easier, but it's still going to always be difficult because the further you progress, the harder it gets. Sure. That I'm fine with. So I just, I'm having to tell myself that that's what it's meant to be. I just feel like to have a, an, an, a random enemy just do a normal melee attack isn't a good reason to lose resolve. I don't feel like I should. I feel like I should 100% if I stand in something that's telegraphed. If there's something on the ground or there's, you know, like even the normal mobs do telegraphed hits. The big, huge dudes do the ones where they put the stuff on the ground. If I stand in those bubbles when he explodes them, I deserve to lose resolve. But if it's just a Unless melee you're swing, using Celestial RF. Oh man, I Celestial can't even imagine RF, don't, You're yeah. done. Yep. You're just done. So uh, yeah, it, I'm excited to play it and see what they do with it. I want to just quickly bring up though, that it is, in my opinion, awful for multiplayer. I unfortunately agree with you. And here's the thing. I am having a lot of fun with it, but I think the most fun I have with it is just like the specific gameplay. You know what I mean? Like it's the same, whether I'm by myself or I'm with you, I'm, I am having fun. Like my whole uh, game is don't get hit, don't get hit. And so it's the same game, no matter, no matter what it is. But when you and I were playing together, it was a garbage multiplayer experience it really was and i know they talked about it and they it seemed like with chris's like reaction his body language when he was in the ziggy interview talking about multiplayer that it was like they were kind of resigned like this is the best we could do based on how we need to avoid you know those like group interactions that take advantage of certain things or mechanics and abuse so it was like they were kind of settling on this it seemed that was just body language i could be completely wrong but that's just what it seemed like but yeah, would it be bad uh, for people that if, don't abuse stuff? It sucks. So I, I, I have a question for you. I'm just going to quickly tell people, though, if you haven't played in multiplayer, the way that it works is if I start the zone, I enter the zone first. It's now my sanctum. Whoever opens the zone first, whoever opens the map, that's their sanctum. Tyler and I can go into the sanctum. I open. I choose which room we're going to do next. Currently, he cannot see that. They have. I first off, I have to give them huge props. This new thing they're doing with their oh, little the ticker R-A-Q? changes. Yes, love it. I freaking love it. I think that's amazing. I love that I have one spot to go to see their shit. I don't have to go try and search through it in Reddit. It just hundred percent one of my favorite things they've ever done. And all and all Path of Exile people said, "Amen." Exactly. It's so good. So they have noted <laughs> that people have been talking about that. What? Well, I'm going to go bring up the RAQ and just like when it was a freaking league launch, the stupid site's down. (laughs) So, uh, but so anyway, currently they're, they're saying that they're trying to figure out if, uh, or they, they're looking into it, but Tyler can't even see my sanctum. He can't see what my options are for a room. He can't see what the options are for the rewards. And it seems unnecessary to block that. It should be fine for him to see it. I'm the only one that can pick it. So that's the first issue. Can you remember your other issues? Can okay. I talk about, oh, here, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll write it down. No, no, go for it. Bring it up. If okay. it's, if it's about well, that. If I can see where, like, it's not like it's a whole list of map mods that the other users need to see. You can be like, oh, we're getting slowed down. Or, oh, this is going to happen in this room. Or, oh, I'm just going to get less auras or whatever they're called. The money. But it's still good for everybody to but, know. Right. When you're playing in a party, it's like, oh no, don't do that one because I can do this and I can carry us in this one. And then he's like, oh no, no, you know what? You should do this one because this, you know, it's like you get to talk about it. You but get to experience you, the like, game more, right? Maybe and, some ideas for where it's going right, to go. To guide you. and some, Yeah, yeah. It's, it's more minds in one thing. And that's like, that's what co-op is. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I do, though, they, they said they're looking into making that visible for the whole party, even though only one person can control it. Yeah, which I feel they will. I feel like that will be something they will fix and it will come up. That's the first issue. The second issue, and I completely understand why it is a thing, is that the Aureus or Aureus coins or whatever they're called, they are only dropped for the uh, person who runs the Sanctum, which that does make sense to me. As much as it's kind of annoying, I do like the fact that they at least made it that if it's my Sanctum and Tyler clicks a Templar chest and picks them up, that's perfect because I get them. I don't have to run over to that chest and find them because he's walked over them. They're automatically given to me. I will say it's not Expedition. Because an expedition, when you click the chest, it's automatically put into your inventory. You actually have to walk over it, which, uh, you know, it's minor, you know what? but still. I actually agree. This is a game where you're desperately trying to not get hit. Not where you're trying right. to stay alive. You're trying to not get hit. So adding that little extra touch of not making any of the users. Like, I do really like that. You I, also don't I know run they're over there. You don't know that they're there unless you look for a sparkly yellow. You don't actually know that there's something there waiting to be picked up. It's weird to me that they didn't make it like Expedition like they right. said, because they said it in the video. Click the chest, you get the, or whoever the Sanctum right. owner is. I feel like you should just click the chest and get the uh, just like, yeah, right. Like even when we do co- Expedition co-op, I click the right. chest, ding, you get whatever right. it is that you were going to get. Yeah, And I do like so, that. Yeah, that would be a nice touch. Yeah, and then my final... And this is, a, to me, I feel like a really big gripe and deal is when we finish a room that has a reward, when I choose that reward, if I choose something to drop right now, that drop for some reason follows the multiplayer drop rule. And it's so bizarre to me to say everything up until this point is for the Sanctum runner and owner, but then at the end when they choose the reward that they want, which also nobody else can even see those options. You can't see them. You don't know what they are. That they follow a drop rule and all of a sudden my alchemy that I picked now drops for Tyler to pick up. I don't I don't understand that. And I don't know it if that different. was them just going like, hey, this is why it's multiplayer friendly. And in my opinion, it's like, no, Tyler, I, I at least appreciate that we both get XP. I don't know how you fix that. I really don't without it being some sort of way to abuse it. But it's very bizarre because I was saying to Tyler, if I, let's say we get to the point where we can clear sanctums and we build sanctums based on the more difficult stuff and I'm picking the stuff that I want to push to the end of the sanctum, then the stuff drops and it doesn't even drop for me in my sanctum. It drops as if it's just a normal drop. I don't, I don't understand that part. And I, oh, sorry, I'm actually not done. I thought I was done. Uh, the whole everybody can get hit to lose resolve uh, is, is okay. That I, I do understand why they have to do that because otherwise I could just open the sanctum, you run in and kill stuff and if it doesn't yes. drop. So I do understand why they have to do that and I don't think there's ever a fix to that. But if it's my sanctum, this is the part that threw me off. If it's my sanctum, we're running through and it's kill the guards. So let's say there's two guards in the zone. We kill the guards or even if it's not two guards, maybe it's find the, just find the exit. And I run forward and find the exit. When I leave, the sanctum and There's go into quests. that room. I thought you had to clear yeah. every room. No, they're different. Some are like kill the guards, which are those like unique guys. Uh-huh. Some are just find the exit. So you literally just need to get to the exit as fast really? as you can. It doesn't matter who you kill. Wow. But no, when I no. leave the sanctum and go into that final room to like pick my reward and then leave, the rest of my party can still decrease my resolve. And that floored me because I just, there's at, the exit doesn't open up 
until you've completed the quest. Find the exit, kill the guards. It doesn't open up. If I complete the quest and I, as the Sanctum runner or owner, leave, why can my resolve still drop from my party members who are still... I don't get that. That really confused me because we tested it. And sure enough, mm -hmm. when I was in the room, uh, our, my resolve dropped if uh, Tyler or our buddy Josh got hit. So I think it would be because then we could still do damage to something. They could still drop something and then you could come back but they get don't, it. I don't know if they... I mean, I guess they maybe can come do back. Drop but uh, I mean, just disable drop. Like as soon as you leave, that room's disabled. Yeah, disable it. Right? Like, a, or, or like pull your pull the party out or something. I, I don't yeah, know. Like, it's, perfect. Like, like how you enter. I don't have to click right. anything for you to enter. And I think that's actually really cool. We the all start at the same so time. Cool. I love right. being sucked into it. Right. Just like that's well, so cool. ritual, man. Like Justin's two yeah. screens away. We start a ritual. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, through a time machine. So if they do something like that when you leave perfect because then they don't have nope. to worry about and then maybe have the restriction that you can't go back in you're done I don't think you if can. you didn't feel like exploring i don't actually think you can there is a door i don't know if there's a door to get back into no. the sanctum well, so anyway i uh, agree that when i was i didn't know you'd left and i was still doing some fighting and i was losing you oh no my game froze that's right it stuttered my game froze and i thought it was going right. to crash to the desktop and then it was like five, six seconds. It was a long time. And then all of a mm -hmm. sudden, half your resolve was gone. Just disappeared. Yeah. And I wasn't yeah. even in the area. I was in the area picking the reward. The so time. I, I think uh, most of these things are minor things that they can probably figure out, but they are, they make it not fun to do it in multiplayer. Like it's actually, I can progress much further solo and clearly you can too, because you got to the last boss. It was really tough to do it in a multiplayer yeah. environment. And maybe if you're in multiplayer, the percentage of resolve loss should be adjusted. You know what I mean? Like if you're in a party of three people, each person's only taking like 75% of the, what they would normally decrease the resolve by or something. I don't really know what the solution is, but it's really not multiplayer friendly. I don't think at all right now. Besides the XP, I like the XP. Oh, the XP is sexy, man. It's, yeah. I mean, that's tough. Yeah, but I... I do really like the concept behind the, the Forbidden Sanctum. I'm just looking forward to seeing what it's going to look like in a week or two. Mm -hmm. Once they maybe, unless maybe this is, they think perfect, but I just think there's some adjustments that can be made to make it a little bit, a little bit better. Yeah. I don't want to see them buff rewards though. And I no. haven't seen anything no. end wise. I feel like it's fair reward wise. Right. I want to see after someone has done 20 different completed sanctums. I want to hear their opinions to what the rewards are. Someone who's chosen mm -hmm. this, you know, quite a few times and then this other option quite a few times. And like, I want to see because it stacks. That's the whole thing. Like, it's going to suck. It's going to get larger, but you get better rewards if you're beating the Sanctum and you know you can. And that's the whole purpose. So I really hope they do stick with their guns. And uh, yeah, I hope everybody's having, even if like, as Justin's been saying for himself, he needs to reset his mentality. He's not going to be successful on all of his runs. It's something you have to build up towards. And so hopefully people are having tons of fun per hour doing it. At the end of the day, yeah, we've had some um, disappointments with multiplayer, but and some off-screen stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, the melee kind of bothers me. I will say too, it's kind of funny to try and adjust, sorry to interrupt you, but to try and adjust your mentality, as you say, when you come out of a sanctum to being fine being hit it's really weird how that quickly it your is mind a can weird like transition <laughs> but i don't like i come back in and i don't know it's an uncomfortable transition 
to go from weird. never want it, it does it feels weird to go from okay i can't get hit can't get hit can't get hit to all right now but when I you can. first come out you see a bunch of enemies you're like i can't do this what uh, <laughs> right it's like half second of like wait a minute i can't right it's impossible and then you go into a sanctum you get teleported in and you're like <laughs> you start charging and you're like oh no 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 no! i forgot i forgot i forgot so yeah yeah i but, think the more we play it we'll probably start to because I did notice there was this thing where you, when you get one of the, one of the uh, fountains, a specific one, it gives you a boon. You can buy a boon. They can give you random things. I saw somebody talking in 2121 that they got a plus 60% movement speed for the rest of their run from this boon. Uh, I got a boon that added 200 inspiration every time you go into oh, a nice. room. So like, I got these a boon that reduced monster action speed for the rest of the sanctum for by 15%. Yeah. And I, I think there's a lot chains. of that stuff. That's really cool. I just, I would like to see myself be punished because I did something wrong, which is I stood in the way of something that was telegraphed and that was obvious to see totally fine with that. I just don't like it when it's just a random melee attack. And I think they have done a good job of not cluttering it in the sense of you're fighting lots of monsters at the same time. But I just find that some of their attacks are still kind of hard to see, especially if you're fighting on top of the boss, it can be quite difficult to see where they're placing mm-hmm. some and i think maybe that's just a bit of learning all the different bosses that there are and again that's part of a roguelike too so yeah it is a bit of a weird mentality for me of just going like okay you're gonna suck at some of this yeah. and just accept the fact that you're gonna redo it and most of the reason that i've been totally fine with it is because i'm going at least i'm getting 10 percent xp 15 percent xp when i complete right it. you don't lose you yeah, don't lose unless you actually die i guess you can lose your health bar too but yeah, I died I've never even looked at my health bar because my whole point is to not get hit. So I don't even know yeah. if you can heal in there, but I would assume you lose the health. I like the you XP. Die. I don't actually know. It well, is you nice definitely to can die. die and not die though. Yeah, I assume you can definitely die, but boy, that would be hard to die before your resolve drops. Have you checked your slash deaths? I forgot to. Zero. Oh, I haven't shut died up. yet. Ah, oh, dang. Sorry. I, no, it's all right. I've died maybe only a couple of times though. I'm still with on one hand. Still on one nice. hand. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So, anyway, okay. I've, it has been fun. Fun per hour rating. I know normally we like to do billions for our fun per hour, but let's do one to 10. One to 10. What's your fun per hour so far? Um, I would say I'm probably at like an eight or a nine. Like, I, the, the, I think they've done a very good job of making me happy just by removing Arch Nemesis because it's, it's so huge. A little bit more enjoyable. Imagine doing uh, this with March Nemesis. No. Mm-hmm. that's right I'm it's already bad like the, the one thing i still wish they would adjust a little bit is the uh the tempest whatever ghosts and essences because there are still things where i'm like i don't actually know what that does but i care much less now that i it, that's the only thing i don't know and at least i know the bulk of what i'm fighting against yeah yeah and and overall as much as there have been some stuff with the forbidden sanctum that have annoyed me i really really like the mechanic i think it's such a clever fun thing and i think if you get it into your head that it's not meant to be this full scale experience in the beginning of the game then it's a little bit easier because i'm telling myself i've had two relics and i already have room for four or five so clearly, and I still have more to unlock. So there's so much more to it that I haven't experienced yet. So I'm looking forward to, mm-hmm. uh, to that side of it. But yeah, for me, I would probably say I'm like an eight, 8.4, somewhere around there. <laughs> so if we were to rank I this give myself in the a billions, seven out of eight, a s- seven out of eight. 
Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> no Ferrari. <laughs> stupid. Yeah. What's his name? Binotto. Oh my goodness. That was hilarious. He ranked his season a 10? seven out of an eight. Seven out of an eight. Um, yeah. So I guess if we were doing this in the billions, you would be 84 billion out of a hundred billion fun per hour. No, we're doing it out of 10 though. So yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm translating it for our fans because we always speak in billions. What's your fun per hour? I'm the same. I'm around an eight or a nine. I'm having a great time. I know that some of the stuff takes some getting used to. Um, some of my criticisms have been because I had a boss encounter one time. Maybe they're valid criticisms. Maybe I just put myself in a really crappy place and need to learn that, nope, they're going to do that, I don't know, smash or skill three times in that same area. So you don't stay there and think it's going to change. You run to the other corner or something. So, um, And that's not a bad thing. Nope. Having and, to feel like you have to learn. And like I... Yeah. 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 No, no, definitely. And, but so, I mean, I'm leveling. So I'm still, you know, the game to me is maps. I do not care about the campaign. And it's as long as there's maps as an end game, that's what I care about. And so I've been tempted just in that regard to um, skip all league content. I'm always tempted to skip it. But I think you almost always do. This one is so good. I don't, Mm -hmm. maybe it's the same. But the XP is so crazy. And I love that there's smaller encounters. And I love yep. that it's all sort of kind of almost a boss in every room. Like there's always there's a unique in there on a regular basis. And that that is really nice. So yeah, I was I was thinking about maybe dropping the phantasm because I kept coming across rares, but I'm like, no, 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 no. There seems to be a unique in every room, which is good for those kind of phantasms or dominating blows. So uh I'm I'm quite enjoying that aspect and they seem to be GGG seems to be quite um I mean they always are but receptive to some of the suggestions for multiplayer which is nice. And so yeah, my fun per hour is definitely high up there for sure. Um I'm my fun per hour is also now at this point now that I've finally unlocked my skill as the reaper, uh my fun per hour will be highly based on how successful my theory crafting is. I'm going to have a hard time not playing during after dark. Uh well, we'll just finish up here quick. We'll do after dark and then we'll play. But uh, yeah, someone, we'll play. some of us have to edit. Oh, I'll play for you. Don't you worry about it. But okay, sweet. okay so hilarious thing happened. I love all this yellow mm. text and screw you, Havoc, for being so fantastic at the game and being like Acts yeah, 10 enough. before. We get, <laughs> yeah, it. we get it. We get yeah. it. But no, like he's yeah. just flying through and you see all these different people getting yellow. Can't even turn that setting off. Hey, I kind of like that you can't. And then there's, you know, people going into their hideouts. I never knew this was a thing. This one was amazing. It was so funny, so original. This character's name is down leveling. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. Okay, whatever. And I thought I misread it. But in yellow text, and this is like, I'm in act near the end of act one, maybe act two. We're talking like an hour into the game. And all of a sudden it says, down leveling is the first character to reach level one and how hilarious is that they actually took the time to down level their character so they could reach level one and i i I forget we don't start at zero we start Mm -hmm. at one and then so you like you're it's the first character to reach level two that gets it and so i thought that was hilarious like what was that a hour into league launch maybe two i I hope they don't get rid of that i hope they don't get rid of that because that was hilarious like i feel like that's a bug that shouldn't actually happen because you all do start at level one but i hope they keep that because that was one of my favorite oh, yellow so texts good. to read and they did it like you look at the name the character's name is down leveling yeah, so yeah. their whole goal so like that to me is fun per hour 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know how some people get pissy. It's like, oh, the game crashed. I missed in the first hour. The league's ruined for me because they're so into like taking advantage of certain market surpluses and stuff. And so there's just so many people out there that are really competitive about it. And and there's nothing wrong with, you know, practicing and trying to get your, you know, campaign time under three and a half hours or whatever it is. Screw you if you can do it. But I just love that somebody goes in, they're in the queue, they're waiting, and they got this stupid smile on their face because their whole goal is to down level. Mm And that's the epitome of fun for hours. So anyway, congratulations to whoever created down leveling. Uh, we, We love you. We think that's that absolutely awesome. hilarious. Mm-hmm. So, do you got anything well, else? Or are we gonna? Well, head you know, after dark? let's start after dark really quick. Um, GGG, mm-hmm. awesome league start. Like now, I, every so every time this happens, we always say awesome job, very stable, unbelievable, and then something happens on uh, the weekend like and then, hours after. And then, right, then we have to wait an entire <laughs> week. Right, that happens yeah. between recording and release, and then so something happens, and then we release, and then it's like, okay, well, we're out to lunch because we weren't paying attention, but that's not the case. Then we have to wait a whole week to be like, oh no, and then we talk about it. But I mean, man, so stable and. Smooth they reached their highest concurrent of players again. It was like close oh, to they? 200. Yeah, it was 243, 250,000, something like that. I oh, good know. for them. Yeah, my, sorry. I can't see very well right now with all the screens, so I can't check the tweet. But yeah, it was That's a lot. Awesome. So they, they reached their highest concurrent amount of players. They set another record. But this was stable. Now, I do, I, there was a thing on their RAQ that There's said... There's an audio issue. I've noticed it. Oh, no, that was um, of people randomly disconnecting. And then there was a couple yeah. servers, like Frankfurt server and another one that they were checking out. They for, also mentioned the audio thing, and that is one, too. What's the audio one? Uh, there's too many audio things happening at once, so audio, you're, the filter noises aren't, aren't triggering, which I hope they get a fix on that, because yeah. that's just going to start people to turn off music and turn off... I don't want that, because... Filter sounds and boss dialogue... Because a lot of the times those are cues for certain attacks. Those are top priority. Like to yep. me, it's weird that that's mixed up. So yep. obviously, I mean, uh, obviously it's an issue, but peak concurrent count two hundred and thirteen thousand four hundred and eighty. Thirteen. Good for them. And so anyway, Amazing. for Justin and I, it was very stable. Um, like just a normal game, like they, you know, like it's an eight-year-old game or something. So yeah, absolutely fantastic. And you were and, mentioning what? Sorry, go ahead. No. I was just going to say, please never ever ever stop doing this live update thing you started doing it is i would i like this more than forbidden sanctum more than arch oh, the, nemesis the being raq gone. like the recently asked I questions freaking love it i you know what's they so have great a is url know, for it man i am on it right now i know that the last time i looked set was the the, the 1055 or 1055 so i can just go on here and then just read through them i just think this is They've told you if it's been fixed, if they're working on it. I just think it is, it is my, it's one of my favorite things they've ever done. Yeah. I love that. I don't have to look at Reddit. I can see all of GGG's stuff in one place and it's live updated. Seriously, I'm not even kidding when I say it's one of my favorite things they've ever done. Yep. I, I do not so, disagree. Now, that's not specifically the RAQ. It's something else, but I absolutely love it. I yeah, I don't know what the RAQ is. This one's just called the Forbidden Sanctum Launch Live Updates. And it just, the, the, it's a forum post that they've yep. got and, uh, it is my favorite thing ever. I seriously, seriously love it. Yeah. It's, it is so super cool. And I love that they just cross stuff out as it's going. And so I think that one's really neat. So type yep. this in, go to pathofxl.com slash RAQ. RAQ? What yeah. does this stand for? Recently asked questions. 
Oh, cool. And so, oh, so now they have the live is, update thread there. But this yeah. is also stuff that they've just discussed through Twitter, through Twitter or Twitter. Um, yeah, through Twitter or Reddit. And instead, they're just oh, consolidating cool. it all here. That is cool. I do oh, like that. It's so I, good because now it's even everything. Better, but... So now they have mm -hmm. your thread. They have this thread. There's no reason. I, to me, it makes perfect sense. You want your product to be consolidated on your website, not mm -hmm. on another social media platform. And I know that was a big focus for them as this league was getting closer. And yep. I think that is amazing. And so I can good. tell you that the majority of people in our own discord that talk about their issues with Reddit would agree. It's just to go somewhere where GG right. is in control of it. And, and you can still disagree. You can still post your issues. That's totally fine. But to be yeah. able to go to one concise place to get the answers from them, I don't care right. about what a Reddit person has to say. I just don't. I would like to hear what the, the GGG developers say, are saying. Right. And they're responding. I get it. They're responding to the shit that's on Reddit. That's fine. I just don't want to go to Reddit yeah. to try and find it. So this is, I can't even, I can't even tell you how happy I was when I saw that live update thread. I was like, yeah. this is it's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I was commenting a little bit on Reddit about how great this is. And I had some people arguing with me like, do you realize that they created this Reddit thread and all this kind of, and it was just like garbage is kind of their opinion of it, but it doesn't change. Like, I hope they understand that they're still responding. Like it doesn't change their interaction with Twitter. It doesn't change their interaction with Reddit. It just means that here's a nice, there's one spot to see here's everything. an envelope of everything we've talked about. Recently. It's amazing. Yeah. So, but it think about, amazing. let's say you do wiki updates. Right. Let's say you you mm. help out with path of building. Now you don't have to scour everywhere. All these important well, if conversations. If you're having a problem too, right? You can go on and see. Oh, they know about it because a lot of this stuff is stuff that we would find out in three point two point zero point zero one zero one a. Now we're seeing some of this stuff live as it's coming up. To I just I seriously I freaking yeah. love it. I think it's yeah, so good for sure. Now you might anyway. like this a little bit more than that. When I doubt it. we are close to that watery blobby thing that sucks us into the league mechanic. Love it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, we don't have to click on it. I, well, well yeah, I think, the, I think the host, like the, the owner instant doesn't owner doesn't have to. have to. And you really like yeah, that. It looks and so it's cool good. standing near it as well. And it looks like your soul's getting sucked in. I remember you, you commenting on that. Uh, I don't know if it's like this for all cloaks, but does your cloak get sucked in? Or maybe you can't tell based on how oh, I don't have any MTX on my guy yet. My cloak is the Doom Crows. So it's like just that flying right. V from crows. Mighty Ducks, mm -hmm. but it's the crows. Every individual crow has its soul sucking animation too. So I'm oh, really? standing there. Yeah. And what's really neat is those crows kind of interact with the game. So they don't do too much when I'm casting SRS, but I remember I was using them with Flame Blast one day. Every time Flame Blast went off, they all recoiled at the same time, yeah, which is that, really yeah. cool. Um, so anyway, they're like kind of in here and they're flying close by and like, it's like their souls kind of getting sucked in. So I have like 11 beams getting sucked into this little whatever it is vortex, vortex. of Forbidden Sanctum. Awesomeness. Yeah, I, we should also throw out there. I'm sure every single person listening knows. I don't actually know how Tyler knew, but I did not have a clue and the game didn't tell me anything. But. If you're not sure how the relic stuff works and how maybe you don't have access to that, FYI, you need to go to Felshrine Ruins in Act 2. Who knew? I'm not sure where that came from. I oh. know that the story and the lore comes from Felshrine Ruins and this is something under Felshrine Ruins. But to unlock Divinia or whatever the lady is that tells you to touch her, 
uh, you have to go to Felshrine Ruins to unlock her and then follow her little quest line. Um, she's the first time I was surprised because we were able to interact with the league mechanic without talking to her at all. Um, Except there was always a box that I was like, why can't I click that? And that's oh, why. Oh, really? I didn't see it mm -hmm. because... Uh, it showed on the minimap, but it just was... A gotcha. decoration that you couldn't click on. So and so anyway, the first time that I saw her as an NPC, she's standing in who is the prophecy lady? Why can't I remember her oh, name? Oh, yeah, um, I know who you're talking about. Don't. Was she? No, oh, we in have Act to two, figure. She yep. was standing. She's in her standing spot. in her spot, but I'm not moving on until I remember Nav her name. Navanya, Navit, Nav Navit, no, Navalia. Okay, now we got to Google it. Navalia? No, Navalia? I'm not. No, we're not playing no. that game. Get out of here. Um, prophecy. Nev. Prophecy Lady Path of Exile. It's coming. Navali. Navali. You were way off. Samsonite. I did it. I, I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, yeah, she stands where Navali used to stand. And so I almost missed her because that's a completely out of place. Did she tell you and there? I have eight years of completely ignoring that exclamation I never mark. even walk over there. Yeah. So yeah, so even though... She's a new NPC and Navali's not there anymore. I'm so used to not caring about Navali during the campaign that I saw when you that exclamation there, mark. She said that? Well, yeah. I I I tried to listen to her. Um and I I actually it was it was it was it was yeah, no, it was interesting. It wasn't very long and it was nice and I I still love the new NPC dialogue that they the box that they introduced in Heist with like the different sides to the dialogue boxes. Um but yeah, I almost ignored her and then I'm like, "Oh, wait, wait, wait." wait that's not whoever it is cassia or whoever and so then i went and checked and uh clicked on her and then it was on part of the quest log after that so then it said meet oh, this lady in the fell shine yeah, but it. then who was it josh showed up in the fell shine she just started running there was yeah, like no waiting for the party there was first. like okay she said a line but you didn't have to click her unless he clicked and didn't tell us which is uh easily possible <laughs> that's a, that's a josh <laughs> thing but yeah. uh yeah so anyway but then we did that and now she's fell shiny she introduced mm -hmm. us to relics. She gave us our first relic. Nice lady. And you can, uh, I, they've done this for a while now, but I still love it. But if you click on different lore things, because as you go through the Forbidden Sanctum, if you keep your eyes open, there's different lore markers to click on. The audio plays no matter where you go. Oh, you go back to your that. hideout, to town, to wherever. It's awesome. So, um, oh, it's gone. All right. Save it for After Dark. Let's wrap this up. Forbidden Sanctum Forever Exiled, episode 166. I'm Justin AK Tags. Tyler. AKA Wrecker of Days. What's it sound uh, like with the AKA? Awful. Okay. It's awful. Hopefully, all of you are enjoying Forbidden Sanctum 3.2. We're having a blast. If you're looking for, oh, actually, Patreons, we'll catch you in After Dark, which we're about to do right after this. Everybody else will see you next week in 167. If you look for more information, you can find it down below. We got a website, foreverxl.com, or on Twitter, foreverxl.d2. We have the funnest Discord ever. So you should be a part of that. And uh, Patreon, another way to support the podcast. You can find them down below on our website. Fun. Do you say down below or on our website or down yeah. below down on our below. website? Nope. Down below or on our website. It's starting to sound like those uh, commercials where they have to have like that jargon at the end of their commercial for whatever legal reasons, but it's done so fast. They just have to say it, but they can say it as fast as they want. I think we're getting there. <laughs>